Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. This is the wrestling podcast. We talk about the wrestling you grew up with, the wrestling you need to watch now, and stuff. Today, uh, this episode's coming out toward the end of summer. School is starting. Summer movie season is kind of wrapping down. But we want to talk about some movies. And by the time this episode comes out, we may have already seen uh, some of these movies um, but we just want to talk about, we actually did an episode one time, I think the summer movies you grew up with, but I want uh-huh. to talk about some of the movies from this summer. What have you seen? What have I seen? And kind of compare some notes and talk about what we're looking forward to, uh, in the fall. And so we, we've heard from a lot of our fans, a lot of our listeners, they like these episodes where we're not necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. talking about wrestling, but talk about others. As a matter of fact, we got some people that only listen to wrestling and some people that don't listen to any of the wrestling. Um, so, yeah, you, you came in today. You told me you just saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? How, how was it? That's a, it's, a, it's hard to – I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, you know how I feel about well, spoilers. I, know, I don't I, care. So – I guess I'll talk about it and, you know. Because this episode, now if you're a patron, spoiler alert, if you're not a patron, this episode's coming out probably two or three weeks after the movie's released. Yeah, so if you wanted to see it, you've seen it by now. Now I did see where our patron, Jason Blackburn, uh, saw it and then went and checked out the book about the Manson murders. Helter Skelter? uh, No, it was a different one. It it was a... May have just been called the Manson Murders. Could be. I read. Um, I've read Helter Skelter. Um, I read it last year. Saw the movie. Uh, yeah, I saw the movie. To actually watch the movie after I oh. after I read the book. Um, thoughts on this movie though, Quentin Tarantino's take. It was a. Uh, it was an interesting movie. It was. It's like all the stuff that most people cut out of the movie. Uh-huh. But that was the movie. Oh, gotcha! It was like. Brad Pitt driving around listening to music. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. And just driving in the car. And it would, you know, and it was that. And um, it's the least Tarantino of all of Tarantino's. Really? Movies. Yeah, yeah. That, not that there's not good dialogue in it. Right. Because there's some real good, snappy dialogue. Uh, but it's not a dialogue heavy film. Okay. Like so many of his other movies are which where it's all about two people sitting there having a conversation yeah um it is it's like an opportunity for uh dicaprio to to act uh-huh in different scenes because they would show scenes from what he would be filming and he would be acting the scene out while he's it's, it's kind of a weird structure for the movie yeah um and it would kind of it would go into the scene, and you would get wrapped up in the scene, and then it would come out of it. They'd say, "All right, cut," you know, and it would ah. come out, and it would be a, or he would flub his lines, and 
Uh, and then they would show the the fallout from just like these minor flubs where they would have right. to start at like one time. Not, not like he couldn't, he delayed production for three hours. It was just, right. oh man, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. And then they would do the scene again and he would nail it. But the self-loathing that he would have when he was alone about ruining a scene. Oh, not, really? Wow. And not getting it right was good. The Brad Pitt stuff was, he's awesome, man. Brad Pitt's awesome in this movie. There's a great scene. Uh, and it was in the trailer, so it's not spoiling anything. There again, if you wanted to see it, you've probably seen it by now. Yeah. Where he's talking to, to Bruce Lee on the set of the Green Hornet. And Bruce Lee does this the thing where he says, if, I, if we got in a fight and I killed you, I would go to jail because my hands are registered as lethal weapons. And Brad Pitt goes, if anybody gets in a fight and kills somebody, they'll go to jail. It's called manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yeah. just stuff like that, you know. And then Brad Pitt's character fights Bruce Lee. And yeah. Because you have to establish that he's, that he's a tough guy. Yeah. So he fights Bruce Lee. and um, and he handles them pretty well. How uh, much of the because I didn't know until I saw one of the final trailers that the Manson stuff was even in any of this. Well, see, originally it was it was when it first was announced, it was Tarantino's making a film about the Manson murder. Okay. Um, but in actuality, it all led up to the Manson murder. That was the the movie was building up to the Manson murders because DiCaprio plays the the guy who is um, had been say Chuck Connors on the Rifleman he had been that character in a in a fictitious Western TV show but he had reached that other stage of his career like the Hulk Hogan stage uh-huh. where he played the baby face for so yeah. long. And the show was over, so now they were bringing him in to guest star as the bad guy on all these Western TV shows. Yeah. So that the good guy could beat him. Yeah. Uh, And it would help establish the new good guys. It was interesting that there was – Tarantino, all of us became fans of his between the ages of, say, 18 and 25. Mm -hmm. So he he finally, now that we're all reaching that 45 to 50 age – he made a movie about guys who were going through that midlife crisis oh. type stuff. And, yeah. Uh, but but Brad Pitt plays his stunt double who is now really not a stunt double as much as he is just a personal assistant. Yeah. Uh, DiCaprio can't drive because he's got a bunch of DUIs, so Brad Pitt drives him around. And he just kind of takes – he's his guy. He's his gal Friday. Yeah. He takes care of all of his stuff. But they live on Cielo Drive next door to – um, to Sharon Tate yeah. and Roman Polanski. And you've seen Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So you know that it it was a revenge fantasy film. Yeah. That um, it took a real story uh-huh. and then it went another direction with right. it. Right. And the direction, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Please, this is the moment yeah. that you don't, want to know about if you really want to enjoy this film. Yeah. And are you sure you want me to tell you? Yeah. They don't go to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski's house. They wind up going to DiCaprio's house and Brad Pitt's over there. And we've established that Brad Pitt is a tough guy. Yeah. And Tex walks in the door. Tex Watson walks in the door and pulls his gun out and says, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business, which is absolutely, is what he said. Yeah. Um, and, in the, the, the Tate murders. And uh, Brad Pitt laughs at him, and he looks at his pit bull on the couch and gives him the, 
Iggy and the pit bull attacks Tex Watson. Brad Pitt beats the slop out of him. Uh, they torch one of the – Leonardo had used a flamethrower uh-huh. in one of his movies, and they had it left, and they torched um, – which one was it? One of the two girls. I can't even remember which one it was. Now. They torched her, and then uh, the the dog attacked her. And just gnawed her to pieces, and then they torched her with a flamethrower. Uh-huh. It was, it was, I always, it was, it was artistically violent. It yeah. was just, it was just this violent end right. to these people who had, who had in real life committed this right. real atrocity. If you've ever read that oh, book, right, and, oh. and seen some of the details of what they did to to the not just them but to the Labiancas as well. Yeah, um, a few days later, it was awful awful stuff they did to those people in that house and it was the end of that peaceful loving generation you know what i mean that ended that that summer of love kind of ended with those murders and uh and you know and they just did a let's turn the tables on these guys they went into the wrong house and so the manson murders never happened wow and he never developed he never got the fame and Wow. Uh, and whatever. And then um, Jay Sebring, who was in the Tate house, who also got murdered, came out and saw and said, man, I can't believe he talked to Leonardo DiCaprio. And he's like, man, we love your show. It's awesome that you it's awesome that you live next door to us. Did y'all have something happen? Like what happened the other day? And they start talking about it. And then Sharon Tate gets on the thing and says, Hey, do you want to come up and have drinks with us? So he goes up and it's it relaunches his career. Uh. So like there's this happy ending that, you know, that happens for all the characters. That's Sharon Tate. That's a, it's a really kind of a cool moment when Sharon Tate comes over the, yeah the thing because she was such a she was just beautiful yeah and she really was a rising star in hollywood right probably would have been a a big star um and just the way her life got snuffed out but she was pregnant they strung her up i mean it's it's brutal i don't i won't go into the details but if you've never read helter skelter um, and you want to know more about it it's it is evil it is purity evil it is evil um the uh yeah, I, you know, I like stuff like that, man. I Takes do too. you a different way, and and you kind of get the they almost it was almost comedic mm-hmm. to watch these people just get destroyed. I mean, they spent fifteen minutes destroying these people, really, who had done this horrible thing. Wow, and, and desecrating the memory right. of of people that don't deserve to be remembered through by history. Right, Susan Atkins, that's the girl they burned with the flame. Oh, got gotcha. you. Took me a minute. Um, <laughs> let's say so, and then you saw the Lion King yeah I was like <laughs> I'm sitting here I'm very rarely at a loss for words I am the king of Segway style uh, I had nothing <laughs> thank you for picking up the slack um, so we were down with some friends uh, a couple weeks ago um, they have five kids we got I got three kids and we went to see Lion King and um I'm looking forward to seeing that. That, you know, a couple of the kids fell asleep. Um, I don't know. I had seen some reviews. I had actually seen an article that said, hey, don't go see any of the Disney live action movies. 
because you are basically paying them to be lazy. And it didn't say, hey, what the movie wasn't good. It just said, because the person had not seen it. Uh There's like, they've already made this movie. This is not a live. They've already made a better version. Right. John Favreau said there's one live shot. Right. In this movie. He snuck it in there. Um, I would say most of the criticisms that I'd read about this movie and some that I read afterward. I would agree with. I was entertained. It's not something I would pay to see again. I watched the cartoon Lion King. Who knows how many times? Right. Um, To me, is it something people should go see? Yes. It's, it's, It's cool, but it doesn't recapture your childhood. And I certainly don't think kids, at least the kids that I saw this movie with, uh, they're not going to look back on it the same way we look back on the the first Lion well, I don't King. think it's going to recapture my childhood anyway. I wasn't a child when the first Lion King came out. How? Uh, golly, that's probably right. We were probably teens. Yeah, yeah. We were probably out of high school by that point. Or, or close to it. Um, I, I have an, an affection for it because Ethan liked it. Right. You know, and, right. and we watched it. I, I don't know how many times. <laughs> right. And I right. sit and watch that and Toy Story. We watched both of those, right? Um, yeah, it, it had it's had has its moments. Uh, it has lot lot of laughs in it. Um, so yeah, um, Hobbs and Shaw. That I guess that we're recording this August first. Technically, it comes out August second, but uh, you know, movies release on Thursday nights now. That's one I want to see, and I have no expectations i know exactly what i'm gonna oh get. yeah yeah i can't wait um is gonna be a it's gonna be a spot fest of I'm a movie a, exactly and it's, that's what i want that is what i want i'm not going into that one expecting the godfather i know what i'm getting i even watched listen if the rock's in it i'll go see it i watched rampage i watched skyscraper yeah. i thought skyscraper was awesome man i didn't think it was awesome i did i loved it uh, i mean for the but i i knew i wasn't watching the godfather Right, uh, it was good. I could the pitch of that movie is yeah. imagine Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and Die Hard, mm-hmm. except the hotel's on fire, and he's only got one leg. <laughs> Dude, pretty, I, pretty. <laughs> tell me that you don't want to see that movie. Pretty, pretty brilliant. Um, uh, so Hob- and I love Jason Statham. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, saw his house and saw him. In Did you see him? No, he did not. not. Did not. We didn't that. see. I don't think we saw any celebrities. I did see uh, some of the Milwaukee Bucks were there. Okay. The who's the honest or something like that? Yes. He was there, but I didn't see him. But there are two brothers who uh-huh. play in the NBA. The Lopez brothers, Brooke and Robin Lopez. Okay, they were there, and I did see one of them. Huh. He was walking right in front of us. What were they doing there? Just hanging around at Disney. At Disneyland, yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I've uh, seen a lot. I saw Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae at Epcot. I saw I Prin- won- Prince Albert at Universal Studios. I wonder if, uh, like, Jason Statham was in his house like, I think that was Mark Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that guy. <laughs> his reputation precedes him. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what other movies are uh, – there's I, not a lot that came I, out this summer that I was super excited about. Yeah, I know. Um, I just saw um, the the uh, 
trailer for the Irishman, yeah. which looks fantastic. Have you seen the trailer for Maverick? I have. It looks pretty good. Looks. I'm put that on my calendar. Yeah, I'll go see um, that. I'm telling you, if we're being honest, if I'm being honest, it's just a waiting game till Star Wars. There's a waiting game for a lot of stuff. They just cleared up the um, the Mad Max lawsuits. I didn't know that. Yeah, with George Miller and Warner Brothers and all that. They, I think it was Warner Brothers. They have been some lawsuits over who owned what properties, and they're, so they're. I think now moving forward with with some Fury Road sequels, which if you've never seen Fury Road, is I couldn't make it through it. Are you kidding me? Couldn't make it through it. That movie is incredible. Turned it off. Didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Didn't Why? Like it. Just I don't know. I don't uh, know if it was the day. I'll try it. Listen, because. I appreciate your opinion so much. That's probably a movie I'll try to watch again. Well, I mean, yeah, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I don't understand that. That was an awesome movie. Well, you probably didn't like Sneakers. Mm, yeah, you might be right. I remember seeing Sneakers and thinking it yeah. was an okay movie, but I don't remember anything But you didn't watch it a hundred times like I did. Uh, No, I did not. Um, Star Wars, what is it, Rise of Skywalker? Something like that. You think Anakin's going to show up? You think that's the Skywalker that's going to rise? I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that. The Knights of Ren are in it, uh, who I don't even know who they are. I think it's going to be. I'm hearing, I mean, so far, the buzz has been positive. Well, that's good. They needed it. But I'm going to tell you, I think we have come to a point Where there is no middle ground. Yeah. People either love it it or hate it. And I have just decided. Yeah, I guess I thought. I mean, I am not going to hate the Star Wars. I am not going to. People hated The Last Jedi. I am not going to hate the Star Wars. I didn't hate The Last Jedi. There were things I didn't care. Uh, It wasn't my favorite of the movies, you know. Right. And there were some stuff that I didn't like, but I didn't understand all the hate for it. I am not going to hate. And I learned my lesson because I hated Superman Returns. And a wise man got me to understand the appreciation I should have had for that movie. Now, I didn't see Dark Phoenix. I didn't either. I'm sure I will when it comes out on DVD. Right. And so, uh, Endgame was released the week the week we're recording this. Endgame was released on digital. I bought it, downloaded it, watched oh, did it. You? Let me tell you, that last 45 minutes. That's so good, man. Yeah. That battle, that. Oh. When the I, the part I forgot is Hulk is laying there on the ground and the shadow of the ship. Yeah. Comes. I skipped the middle hour. I watched the first right. hour. I skipped the middle hour and watched the last 45 yeah, minutes. I get that. Um, I'm looking for there was the announcement used. I think you might have tagged me on Twitter, and I was working that day. But the the two new Halloween movies, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, coming out in 20 and 21. Yeah. That so look- I'm looking forward to that. It's nice to know, like, somebody wrote, Evidently, they had written this entire story anyway. This yeah. is what I'd heard, that kind of the whole story had been written already. Um they just did the first film to see if it would work. And right. Then, and then it made and it money. Did. And it did. And it made money. So, um, Marvel at uh, Comic-Con released uh, their, or a lot of their slate of movies. We're getting a Thor 4, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, 
the next um, Doctor Strange they announced. There's some new movies coming out. Um, X-Men is, is going to be in there somewhere. Fantastic Four probably going to be in there somewhere. But also, man, uh, Marvel's really branching off from that first, the first phase or whatever phase they just ended with Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which is... Sign me up the day it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'll be getting that. Um, I'll definitely be getting Disney. Plus. So if you enjoyed all those Marvel movies, a lot of those really secondary characters, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to flesh a lot of that out, which is going to be, uh, I think, really, I think, really good. And have have we ever? This is where we're at in entertainment. And what we could get is. Those Netflix Marvel characters now rolled into movies, uh-huh. and we've got the ones that were in the movies now rolled into series, mm-hmm. and we're we're just in a completely different age of entertainment. Yeah, um, I ho- I really hope that they make another season of the Punisher and Daredevil. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see that, but I don't know. I, I, John Barenthal, if even if whatever they do, yeah. With the Punisher, please keep John Barenthal as the Punisher. I don't know that I ever. I think I watched the first episode. I got to go back. You, I mean, you gave it rave. Everybody gave it rave reviews. Yeah. So I need to go back and. Uh, I need to go back and, and watch. Um, watch that. Yeah, um, that first season's incredible. Second season's good, but it's not as good as the first season. Are we? Um, it it just seems to me it used to be it's all about multiple streams of income and disney that you got you know wwe multiple streams of income mm-hmm. disney same thing man they've they've done so well with movies but people just aren't disney's going to get you hey you want to travel somewhere we got you covered. Hey, you want to go to the movies? Boom. We got Listen, you covered. I got a book at home. Yeah. Of Adventures by Disney. Yeah. You can go anywhere in the world. Uh-huh. I've got and they it's they do it all for you. They're your travel agent. Yeah. You show up, all you have to do is get on a plane and yeah. get there. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. But once like when you go to Paris, yeah. Everything they put you on a bus. They've already got the hotel. They take you to the hotel. They wake you up in the morning and take you to the Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. Then they take you to a restaurant for lunch. You don't have to do anything. You just pay for it. Do you go to Euro Disney? You can well, it's uh Disneyland Paris. You can add that if you want to. Huh. And they they do trips to uh um cuz we're looking at a couple of them out in the But what uh, makes this a Disney trip? If it's adventured by Disney, nothing. It's not a. Oh, it's not a Disney theme trip. They're just a travel agent. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the, you just pay them, and they they line they have the, they have the itineraries already laid out. Where oh. you're going, you can go to Alaska. You oh can my. go to um, the Grand Canyon. Let's see, I would want to like at least give me some mouse ears or something. They do like uh, one of them sh- like. They were making Mickey waffles or something. I mean, you know, I mean, right. there's little hints of Disney thrown in there, but it's not a, you're not going to a park. You're just going on vacation. Hey, if you're, they do a trip to New York, a trip to Boston. If you are listening to this episode, hey, if you like Disney, go back a few episodes. Mark talks about his uh, trip to Disneyland in California. 
very much a must listen to very informative uh very and coming informative up stuff. in probably late october early november i'll be giving you my definitive top 10 ranking of my favorite disney attractions yeah um i'm not there yet you know what we may add a day we may figure out how to add a park i don't know which one i tried to do universal studios but it would, at this point, it would be easier to add a Disney park because really? we're staying on Disney property. It is My goal is to park the car and leave it. That's my goal. Mm. Okay. You don't think that's doable? Uh, it is doable. Uh huh. Um, but it's not always the most proficient way of doing things. I mean, I, I don't. If the be- buses are running good, it's not bad. Uh-huh. Like when, where we were at last time, the buses were not running right. Oh, and I mean, we stayed, we waited for like an hour for a bus one day. Oh my! And then once we got on the bus, there was traffic. And then aren't they developing these gondolas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those you aren't. ain't gonna be where you're staying. Really? You're staying at where? Pop Century. Yeah, they ain't gonna be where you're at. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, they at, may be. I don't. I don't. I think they might be going to Art of Animation, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. You're staying at a value resort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those gondolas ain't running through the middle of Pop Century. Well, okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just they're not running through the middle of the contemporary either. It's not. There's just like two or three hotels that they're going to be going past. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Know. All right. Um. But like some of them, the other one, like you know, Polynesian and and Contemporary have the monorail that run through them, so they don't need the gondolas. The but they are being put in for the the higher end hotels. Um. So we talked about movies we're looking forward to, trips we're looking forward to. I couldn't tell you. Is is Seth Rollins wrestling Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam? He may be. I don't. I think by the time we record again, they will have had that. I am looking forward to. Uh, I'm so uninterested in WWE putting the same show on over. I'm 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 very much looking. Matter of fact, my five you know five week sabbatical ends August 18th, and had I known about All Out, which is Labor Day weekend, I would have had I known about that six months ago. I would have figured something out. To be gone and go to that and go to Starcast Three and go to to All Out and then be gone that Sunday, which it probably man, no, it's not doable at all. Um, but but I definitely would have done that. It just looks like a great show. They've created this vibe. But here's the thing, man how how many of those things is your mom going to pay for you to go to every year? And I mean, and and realistically, you know, taking the the mom joke out of the thing, right? Realistically, how many times are you going to pay, right, to go to that? There, I know there are people that follow WWE around, yeah, and I'm sure they'll have their fans that right. do, that do go. But man, realistically, how many of those big events can you go to in a year, right? Especially if you add, like, if they do four pay per views a year, there's no. They can't do a star cast at, the, at every single one of those. Eventually, the star cast becomes just like all the other conventions. Right. Once you've met right. 
Chris Jericho three times. Right. Are you really going to pay to meet Chris Jericho again? Dude, I looked into his cruise. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure. I was trying to make that work in the budget. It ain't. It ain't gonna work in the budget. Right. Can you imagine Heath Mulligan by himself going solo the Jericho cruise? That'd How be, awkward would that be? That would be a sight to see. Too bad they don't need a designated driver on a boat. Yeah, because you could probably do that. They needed one on the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> But uh, Google that, kids. Yeah. There's your history lesson for today. I used to know this this older gentleman back when that happened. He was like an environmentalist. Type yeah. Thing. And he had a shirt that said Exxon changing the changing the face of of wildlife, um, environmentally speaking, or something like yeah. that. It was, I remember that shirt, him having it. It was a knock on Exxon <laughs> for the Valdez thing. Oh, that's funny, man. Um so, hey, before we go today, the month of August, we got something special going for you. Uh, for our patrons, patreon.com slash double drop kick. For as little a dollar a month, you can become a patron and support the show. Uh, we're doing some giveaways. So now, but between now, we're recording this on August 1st or whenever you're listening to this, and August 29th, 2019. Uh, if every anybody becomes a patron at any level... Um, we're going to give you a free month of the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, and we're going to send you a Double Drop Kick Show uh, sticker. Uh, if you become a patron at the $1 level, this includes our current patrons as well. They're going to get all this. Um, if you're a $1 patron, we're going to do a drawing for an autographed Terry Funk uh, picture. If you're a $5 patron, we're going to do a drawing for the Kenta Kibashi versus Mitsuhiro Masawa 3-disc DVD set. And if you're a $10 patron and above, it, we're going to do a giveaway of the Kenta Kibashi signed print by Rob Schimmerberger. I don't I don't know his name. I'm and sorry. And those Randy Savage DVDs. And the Randy Savage DVDs. Um, that'll be for the $10 and up as well. Uh, and you could add, uh, you too can have the great uh, wrestling memorabilia collection. And hey, this is stuff you are not going to get. You're not going to get a Kenta Kibashi. You can't go to the local high school or armory and get you a Kenta Kibashi. No. You can't go to the local. If you, Listen, if you have not gotten a live Terry Funk autograph by now, it is not happening. Probably not because he's not. He's he not doing well in health. There. His wife just passed away. He canceled the the his appearance at the upcoming uh, gathering. Uh, I got my Terry Funk right there. I got to hang up my Harley Race thing. I got to finish decorating in here. Got some things I got to do. But we have come to the point in time. We've given you some really good content today. We've recorded three episodes. Going to give you a peek behind the curtain. But we're getting up to the main event. And our patrons in our private Facebook group, they're going to get to see the demolition. Because as we walk into the KFC buffet today, all the workers there, that music's going to hit. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. We're demolition walking disaster. We're going in. We're going to kill that buffet. We're going to try the new Mountain Dew. We're going to get us a Cheetos sandwich. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I have not managed my expectations for this. They are through the roof. So we're getting. We're going to eat the buffet. Yes. Right? And then we're going to get the sandwich and the dews, bring them back here and do the... Or 
the taste test reviews. Can we legally go to the KFC and not get the buffet? I, I'm getting the buffet. Right. I don't. I'm not wasting. Maybe we get the these. Cheetos maybe sandwiches. we get the Cheeto sandwich and uh, get bring some bows back for the kids. There you go. This involved the children in our chicanery. That always turns out well. Yes. Yes, it does. So, hey, follow us on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. Mark your. On Instagram? Or I have no idea. Twitter. Oh, at the DDK show. I'm at Heath Mulligan. If you Google Heath Mulligan, you'll find me. Also, if you Google the Double Dropkick Show. Wherever you're listening to this, maybe you found us on YouTube. Hey, we're on iTunes, Spotify, blah, 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 all of that. Double Dropkick dot com is the home base for all of that so make sure you go there what i'm just waiting on you to wrap this thing up i'm just hey <laughs> this is what i love doing i love uh-huh. teasing the wrap up and then just stringing along but as always for the double drop kick show i'm heath mulligan and i'm mark whitman and that's it this week fans so long for now